This is the Cigar Dave Podcast with The General. It is hard to believe that we have completed 365 days around the sun. Another year is almost in the books, and that can only mean one thing. Here on the Cigar Dave Show, it is time for Cigar Dave. Happy New Year, champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers. Long ash greetings and salutations, a long ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure, long live the alpha, make masculinity great again, screw the enemies of pleasure, save America. It is your global five-star general alpha male and chief front and center. We have moved Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha to the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. And we will be enjoying about uh, 10 or so champagnes and sparkling wines. We've got a nice list of champagne and sparkling wine-related cocktails. Everything you need to know to ring in the new year. Now, this year, because the way that Christmas and New Year falls, we are dropping this show on Friday, December 24th. Meaning you still have time to go out and pick up some champagne and sparkling wines for Christmas. And if you don't pick them up for Christmas, fear not, you'll have an entire week to go pick them up for New Year's. And we will also have a PDF of every single champagne and sparkling wine and cocktail recipe so you can take it with you to your local beverage retailer. The Cigar Dave Show is presented by Davidoff of Geneva. Introducing the new Avocaribe. Experience the journey of flavors created by a synchronized blend of cigar tobaccos from the Caribbean, accentuated with a touch from Central America. Head to the land where palm trees sway to the breeze of the sea with the new Avo Caribe, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Trenta, commemorating 30 years of cigar excellence. The Gurkha Trenta is everything you'd expect from a Gurkha. Exquisite construction, exquisite flavor, exquisite pleasure. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Well, as always, we have much of our usual cast here that joins us for our spirit-tasting maneuvers. First up, let me welcome the Senior Executive Vice President of Spirits Procurement for the three Corona Cigar Store and Lounges in Orlando and the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. We've got Tommy Diadio. Tommy D., who also, I understand, has an alias, Tony D'Angelo. Would you like to explain that, uh, Tommy, Tony? What do I call you? One of your uh, listeners came up to my counter one day and asked uh, Gary if Tony D'Angelo was here. And he goes, who's Tony D'Angelo? You know, the guy on the Cigar Dave show. He goes, Tommy D? Tommy D. Tony D'Angelo, Tommy D. It's all all the same thing. It's all the same thing, so no problem. And you answered to it, so it's not a problem. Yeah, now I do. Now you do. Very good. All right, well, Tommy, you will be assisting us and guiding us in in some great tastings and talking about some of the nuances of champagne and sparkling wine as our resident sommelier. Now, joining us, who is our mixologist as always, this is, I think, uh, Princess Debbie. This is what, like your 15th year doing this? We have the lovely Princess Debbie. Greetings, Princess. Hello. Greetings, General. How are you? I am very well. Happy New Year to you. Now, tell us, give us a little listing, if you will, of what cocktails you will be concocting today. The cocktails today will be the mimosa, everybody's favorite. The Frisco 49. Frisco 49. Yes. Okay, that's not, I haven't done that one. Black Velvet, we all know that one. Do we it, do? 
Yeah. No, I don't think we all know it. But <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> the Alpha, <laughs> the Alpha Teeny. Yep. Okay. And, of course, our Hershey's New Year's Kiss. Got to end with that. That is our tradition. And we have a new taster on our tasting panel joining us, Luscious Lolita. Your first time. Buckle your seatbelt. Strap in. It could be a bumpy ride. Hey there, General. <laughs> Greetings. All right. Well, you think you can handle 10 champagnes and sparkling wines? And let's see, five different cocktails to sample? I can handle every single one. All right. Beautiful. Fantastic. Now, I don't know about you. We always talk about this going back when I was a kid growing up in Buffalo. I always remember my parents would go out for New Year's. We'd go to my grandparents, Abe and Ida. And, of course, on their Zenith television with Space Age remote control, Everything was space age back then because, the, you know, the astronauts had just landed. This was like 1970. Everything was space age. And uh, it was a space age remote control. We'd, of course, I can hear my grandmother saying, you'll turn on station four. We've got to watch Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians. And that's what it was. And midnight would come in. My parents would call. And that was New Year's. So, Princess, do you remember before there was Ryan Seacrest, Dick Clark, uh, that was it, really. I mean, it was Guy Lombardo on CBS from yeah. the Waldorf Astoria, and all the women had the cat eye glasses and the, the beehives, beehives and the bouffants. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And they all looked old. Women that were 30 years old looked like they were 80. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy, but do you remember that? Well, I, I mean, my parents told me about it, Jeff. Uh, right. <laughs> sure, they did. Exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, so, Luscious Lolita, tell us, where did you grow up? Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, PA. W I worked at WICU, Channel 12. Sure. A couple sure. of summers. Remember Frank Rizzone? He was an anchor. And, uh, Actually, Vance, I do. Vance McBride. He was the weather guy, and a reporter had white hair. He looked like Lou Baxter from from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, yeah. But he was Sexy. very serious. Yeah, yeah. But he Sexy. was, uh, Vance McBride. And I'll never forget going out of stories like, we're going to cover the city council meeting. And that's how he talked all the time. Vance McBride. Uh, anyway, so Erie, Pennsylvania. So what did you do? What were your memories of New Year's growing up in Erie, PA? Oh, always fireworks and going to the beach. And oh, wait, wait. In Erie, going to the beach? Oh, yes. We had, January a, we had a dozen. We had a dozen beaches. Oh, you still? Yeah, but wait, in the winter? Yeah, because you'd go at the end at the bottom of the hill. And there would be all kinds of fireworks. At Presque Isle State Park? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly right. I grew up in Buffalo. I don't remember us going down to Lake Erie. It's a little bit frigid back then. Yeah. But, okay, it's not like living in Florida with the palm tree swing. Now, Tommy D., you grew up in New York. Yep. All right, so your memories of New Year's? Uh, Times Square. Oh, you went to Times Square? Yeah. You were brave enough to do that? Back then it was different. Yeah, now it's, uh, you know, 10 layers of security. I mean, now you got to have social distancing, 48 different masks. Right. It's I just, even... who wants to go to that? Yeah, I have I no clue why anybody would want to go to that. I, I went there seven years ago. It was the most sober I ever was. Because yeah. you can't even get in and out. You can't eat. You can't drink. And you so, just stand there for hours. So what was it like? It was terrible. We um, had a few cocktails beforehand, but Lord knows if you have to use the restroom or you get hungry. And you had to stand there for like several hours, and you then can't you can't get out. And no, and you and you can't even see anything. They block all the screens, the TV, so you really you see the ball drop, and that's it. And None what, of the music, entertainment. And what was the impetus of deciding you wanted to go to Times Square? Um, my first vacation with my boys after my divorce. Wanted to do something memorable. Oh, and living on the edge. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, instead of Times Square. Have you ever heard of the Caribbean islands? Yes. <laughs> just yes. a thought. Just just a thought. I, mean, I went to Europe the next year. So. Oh, there you go. Okay, that works. Yeah, you know, it's it's incredible because, to, I, I, you know, you think of Dick Clark and now there's Ryan Seacrest, whatever, and I remember 
you know, right around after college when I graduated, living in Baltimore, went to the Hyatt Regency Hotel. It was like, at the time, like $100 a couple, and they had two bars, two bands, black tie. I have zero interest in putting on a tuxedo today. I have zero interest in going out till 2, 3 in the morning. I'd rather just fire up the grill, fire up the smoker, throw some great steaks or some a nice brisket or other type of dead quality meat animal on the grill or on the <laughs> smoker, and then have cocktails, have cigars, and then uh, when midnight's done, call the harem and say, all right, great, let's bang in the new year officially. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to you, do it. You can dream. Sergeant Steve, are Cincinnati. You, are you going to be watching the Miley Cyrus Pete Davidson special this year? No chance whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a special. I saw it advertised during the football game the other day. Yeah, no chance. I will not be doing Now, Sergeant Steve, you grew up in uh, Lima, Ohio. That's correct. All right, so uh, your recollections of New Year's? Uh, I was just always at the house, have friends over. We always had to hold a dollar bill at midnight. Why is that? For prosperity for the New Year. Oh, that's a good uh, idea. My grandmother, that was her tradition. Well, that's a so good idea. We still do that today. All right, I'm going to do Okay. Yeah. How about 100? Does well, that now, work? Now we, if, you, if you do 100 or 1,000, do you get even more prosperous yeah. uh, next year? Not sure, but, you know. <laughs> Give we, it a try. We try that now. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, uh, what's the old joke? Oh, it's all those guys smoking cigars and rolling up $100 bills, lighting them and smoking them. So maybe we'll try smoking a $100 bill at the uh, stroke of midnight. But uh, everybody has their own traditions. But I think more people now, especially with all the DUI laws, people would rather stay close to home or home. Uber has changed everything. But, I mean, Deb, I remember a number of years ago we went out to one of the restaurants and – now it's just I'd rather be be home and smoke a cigar and you get the best spirits, best steaks. That's what I think. You do, and you have the best company. You invite who you want. Exactly. Or you're alone with your special one. 32 in the harem. <laughs> Not one, 32. Oh, my gosh. Our harem has grown so much. It's been great. No, it's always been 32. Fabulous. It's always been 32. We keep we keep that nice, even number. I think that I was going to say that's a Fibonacci number, but it's not. <laughs> so I would rather just stay home, throw some steaks on the grill, have some libations, and then you have to leave. Sergeant Steve? I'll be at the Lightning game. Oh, that's right. Tux and Pucks this year. Yeah, yeah. 7 oh. o'clock. So. Will, you be be wearing a, beforehand, will you be wearing a tuxedo? Uh, no. Well, Tux and Pucks, isn't yeah, that their... Well. I don't know if they do that anymore. Yeah, Buffalo, they always did that on New Year's. I will be in a suit. I just won't be in the tux. Well, you wear a suit now to go to do the games? Media does. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. You didn't know that? I did. I've never seen Ralph Beaver wear a suit during uh, uh, engineering He usually just wears a sport coat. <laughs> okay, I did not know that. Okay, very formal. All right, well, I, I prefer if you'd rent a tuxedo this year. I think the Lightning would thank you. All right, so there's all different ways to celebrate, and we're going to get things off the right way. So before we talk, start our, our opening up all these great bottles that we have, let's talk, first of all, about champagne because you need to know the basics. It is a sparkling wine. Now, champagne is always a sparkling wine, but a sparkling wine is not necessarily a champagne because champagne must be produced in the Champagne wine region of France under the rules of the appellation. In fact, you cannot bring uh, sparkling wine in the United States and call it champagne unless it is from the Champagne region. It is against the law because there are different practices and different standards. Now, the great... Primary grapes that are used for champagne are Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay. There's also Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris, uh, Petit Meslier. Now, many of you may ask, well, wait a minute. Chardonnay is a white grape. Now, Deb, I know you were thinking, Princess. You were thinking, wait a minute. Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier. Those are dark grapes. But I don't understand. How is champagne light? 
I know you were thinking that. I was. Well, I was. Well, Lady, you were thinking that too, weren't you? Absolutely. Okay. Well, they actually squeeze the, the grape. The juice is light. The skins come off. So they remove the skins. That is the key. Because I always wondered that. I'm like, wait a minute. How do they use dark grapes in champagne? And it turns out so light. And now, my friends, you know the rest of the story. Champagne has been associated with royalty in the 17th, 18th, and 19th centuries. But this is very interesting because the leading manufacturers always made efforts to associate their champagnes with nobility and royalty through packaging, through advertising. And what happened was because people that were middle class said, well, hey, wait a minute, I can have a taste of royalty and nobility for $15, $20, $30, $40. And so it became very popular amongst the emerging middle class. Now, the origins of champagne, contrary to popular belief, Dom Perignon or Madame Clicquot did not invent sparkling wine. The oldest recorded sparkling wine is Blanquette de Limoux, which was invented by Benedictine monks in the Abbey of St. Hilaire in 1531. And what is interesting is they achieved bottling of the wine before the initial fermentation, but over a century later, English scientist physician Christopher Merritt documented the addition of sugar to a finished wine to create a second fermentation that was six years before Dom Perignon set foot on a winery. So let's talk about the methods of producing wine. First up, there's the traditional method. After the primary fermentation and bottling, a second alcoholic fermentation occurs in the bottle. It is uh, done by inducing, added by adding several grams of yeast and rock sugar to the bottle. Each brand has their own secret recipe. A minimum of one and a half years is required to completely develop all the flavor. Now, bubbles. Ladies, would you like to discuss bubbles? Oh, we yes. love bubbles. We like bubbles. Everybody thinks that the bubbles are because of what just happens in the champagne bottle. That is partially true, but the effervescence, the initial burst of effervescence, that's a big word, Princess, but I know you can handle it. Huge. 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 The initial burst of effervescence occurs when champagne contacts the dry glass on pouring. The bubbles form on imperfections in the glass that facilitate nucleation. So what happens is, after that initial rush, you pour the champagne. If you were to look at a microscope, uh, under a microscope of the champagne flute, you would see the imperfections. And when you swirl it around, you get the bubbles. That is caused by the nucleation between the ridges that are in. You can't look. You need a microscope, Princess. You're not going to see anything. I buy mine at Walmart. I tell you, buy your, you buy yours at Walmart. That is fantastic. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So as we said, primary types of grape, Chardonnay, Redskin grapes, Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier. Now let's talk about some different styles of a champagne. First up, there is a prestige cuvee. What does that mean? proprietary blended wine considered to be the top of a producer's range. So when somebody says, this is my cuvee, that's the top shelf. Blanc de Noir is a French term. It literally means white from blacks or white of blacks. It is a white wine produced entirely from black grapes. Blanc de Blanc, which we have one today that we will sample, means white from whites, which is essentially all the grapes are white grapes, Chardonnay. There is rosé, where they allow some of the skins to remain. And then the important thing in terms, the most important thing, I think, in terms of champagne and sparkling wines, sweetness. Now, when we talk about 
brute, extra brute, dry. That refers to the sweetness or the amount of sugar, the liquor de dosage. So when we talk about the driest, which you won't really see is brute zero. That's like incredibly dry, no added sugar. You don't see that. Extra brute, everybody thinks, oh, extra brute, that's going to be really sweet. It's not. That contains less than six grams of sugar per liter. Then we have brute, which is the most common style of champagne, less than 12 grams. Extra dry, between 12 and 17 grams. Sec, 17 to 32. Those are primarily dessert champagnes, dessert sparkling wines. Demi-sec, 32 to 50. And du, D-O-U-X, 50 grams. But the most common style is brute. So one more time. On the order from driest to sweetest. Extra brute, dry. Then we go to brute, less between 6 and 12 grams of sugar. And then extra dry. So we have samples. I think we have brute and extra dry. I don't think we have any extra brute today. Now, let's talk about champagne etiquette. Princess, this is very important. And Luscious Lolita, very important. How many times have you seen, you go to a party for New Year's, and you see somebody, and what do they do? They take the bottle, they take the cork, and boom, it comes flying, and either somebody gets hit or nearly gets hit. Have you seen that? Luscious Lolita, all, the time. all the time. Princess, all the time. I am here to tell you that is the exact, incorrect, wrong method to open the champagne. The way to do it is you get a towel. You hold the champagne in your left hand, or if you're right hand, whatever. Left hand. You don't turn the cork. You turn the bottle. The cork stays in your right hand with the towel, and it stays stationary. You gently turn the bottle with your left hand. What happens? It opens up, you uncork the, uh, the bottle, but think about it. You've got the cork in your hand. It is not going anywhere. You still get the effect of that nice popping sound, and nobody has to go to the emergency room on New Year's Eve. It is the way to do it, and I see so many times people doing it. Now, there is another way to open your champagne. Do not try this at home. You need to be a five-star to do this. A saber can be used to open a champagne bottle with great ceremony. It is called sabrage. Essentially, you take the champagne bottle, you take the saber, and whoosh, you essentially whack off the cork. I've seen you do that. Well, too, did you, you were wondering what was in my pocket, and you can see that I've got my sword that I'm about to pull out because we're going to try it today during the show. <laughs> we will try that. Actually, there was a movie with... Um, I'm trying to remember who was in the movie. What, um, Cameron Diaz. Yes. With, um, what's the, he was married to, um, it's going to come to me. Was it, there's. Uh, Demi Moore. Who was, who was married to Demi? Bruce Willis. Ashton Kutcher. Yes. Ashton, oh, Ashton, yeah, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher and, and, and Cameron Diaz. And in it, they're at a party, and she says, oh, I've got this trick that I do. Boom, she opens it with a knife or a small saber. But I prefer using my large sword. Absolutely. I mean, life is too short for small swords. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you think about it. Who wants a small, uh, you know, sword? All right, so that is essentially the, uh, the basics. Now, the optimal serving temperature, 38 to 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Very important. You don't want to freeze it. You do not want it overly chilled. But, Tommy, as our resident sommelier, 38 to 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. Now, let's talk about... Uh, serving stemware. 
if you talk about serving stemware, Tommy, you got to have a champagne flute with a narrow bowl. Very, very important. I'll let you continue. Um, the champagne flute is a stem glass with a tall, narrow bowl. The bowl of a flute may resemble a narrow wine glass or be very narrow than straight-sided. Correct. So what happens is the reason we want a flute with a long stem is because we don't want our hands on the actual glass itself, the bowl, because there's warmth. Yep. We want to maintain that nice chill temperature. We want the fizziness, the effervescence, the bubbliness. That's why you hold it with Correct. the at the stem. That's why we have a long flute. And then when you go to sip it, you get a nice amount of the aroma in your nose, and you can really appreciate it. You sip it down, and away you go. So I think we have covered all the basics. So now that we have gone through the basics, and again, as we taste various champagne and sparkling wines, we will, of course, give you reminders on all of these. So let's talk about uh, the first champagne sparkling wine that we're going to be sampling. And this comes to us from the People's Republic of California, Corbel, one of the largest sparkling wine uh, manufacturers, vintners, if you will, in the country. They are distributed. Actually, it's interesting. Tommy, you know this. They're distributed by Brown Foreman yeah. of, of uh, Jack Daniels fame. So uh, Corbell, very, very well known. They are in Guerinville, California. They have been around. You can take tours. They have a very extensive uh, uh, portfolio. Brute, extra dry, Brute Rosé, Brute Organic, Prosecco, Chardonnay, Blanc de Noir. They have Rouge. But today we're going to be doing the Corbell Brute. So, Deb, would you go ahead, Princess, and give us the... Now, wait a minute, because we got to get Sergeant Steve ready with the orchestra. We have not Guy Lombardo, a little lower budget than Guy Lombardo, <laughs> the Royal Canadians. Deb, now remember, you're going to hold in your right hand. You've got the cork with the towel. Okay? No, no. And now, now hold, lift up. Now take the... Let me show you. No, no, no. Yeah. Go ahead. Now twist. Boom! Perfect. And again, no eyes were lost in the popping of this champagne bottle. So we'll pour that around. Go ahead there, Tommy D. Give that to Luscious Lolita. Thank you. All right. Sergeant Steve, you want one? Okay. Let me get this. You're on duty. We don't allow cigars, smoking, or spirits during the show. Who am I bullshitting? Of course we do. Let's say Happy New Year to everybody. We'll say cheers. 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 There you go. Happy New Year to all. Interesting. I'm getting a little bit of sweetness, almost a citrus on the nose. Oh, this is beautiful. Very nice. That's Not nice. overly sweet. Right. Again, this is a brute. So we know with brute, we're going to have uh, between 6 and 15 grams of sugar per liter. 12% alcohol by volume. Getting a little bit of acidity. Not too much, but very nice. Uh, this uses Chardonnay, Chenin Blanc. French Columbard and Pinot Noir grapes. Luscious Lolita, what'd you think? I think it's very tasty. I think it's a good everyday champagne or to I'm take not. to parties or for a holiday. 12 bucks. A lot of people. Yeah, can't go wrong. Tommy? A little too sweet. Too sweet? Too sweet? Mm -hmm. mm. I think it's pretty good, actually. I mean, <clears throat> because if you go the next one up, the extra dry, that's going to be sweeter. Princess? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I would use this for mimosas also because it's got that sweetness, mm -hmm. you know, or, or any kind of like additives that you want to put in, strawberries and raspberries in this. Yeah, I'm getting good. some nice fruit, little pear, 
just very pleasant all the right. way around. I think this is one of those keep a bottle in your house at all times right. because you can never go wrong. If you know nothing about champagne, sparkling wines, buy a bottle of Corbel. The Brute, the extra dry, you cannot go wrong. Very, very nice. And speaking of mimosas, Princess, the first libation on our list of champagne sparkling wine cocktails is a mimosa. And since you brought up using the Corbel Brute with the for a mimosa, let's do it. Let's do it. Here it goes. We'll have you put that in, in mind. All right. So what's in the mimosa? Pretty it's, easy, actually. Well, yeah, it's orange juice and as much or as little as you want. And then an orange slice we put. Okay. Oh, look at that. The Isn't orange slice on the glass. How nice is that? Very nice. And again, this to me is a nice, refreshing summer libation. It's good year-round. When you think of brunches, if you're going to go out for brunch, you always think of mimosas. So we'll say cheers on this one. Cheers. Let's take a sip of the mimosa. I also like it with a little bit of mango or pineapple if you want to change it up a little bit. That's not a bad idea, a little mango. You can, the nice thing about a mimosa, there's really, there's no right, there's no wrong. You can do anything you want. Right. But to me, the classic mimosa, orange juice, champagne, sparkling wine, you're good to go. I mean, it is, can't go wrong, very refreshing. What do you think, Tommy? Too sweet for you, I know. <laughs> mm. All right, that is very nice. So next up, we are going to go to France. And we are going to pull out the Grandin Cuvée Prestige Blanc de Blanc. Now, we talked about white of whites. So this uses all white grapes. Now, here's the thing. If you know nothing about champagnes or sparkling wines, we've already given you enough of a guide where you know the basics of sweetness. So if you go out and buy a bottle of Brut, you know nothing, and buy a, a Brut style, you can always go from there and say, okay, I tried the Brut, it's maybe too sweet, maybe I want extra Brut, which is not as sweet, or maybe I need a little more sweetness, you can then go up to an extra dry. But I'm telling you, if you know nothing, the most important, if you know the varieties, you are good to go. Now, I've never had the Grandin Blanc de Blanc, so we are going to give it a try and see what happens. And this is their Cuvée Prestige, meaning this is what they consider their top of the line. So, Deb, remember, towel on and move the bottle. Here we go. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Perfect. Now, I'm getting a lot of yeast, a little straw on here. Very light color. Almost looks white. As I look at it, I mean, it almost looks like water. All right, we'll say cheers. Here we go. Happy New Year to all. I like it. A little tartness. This is white, white of whites. It's like semi-dry, don't you think? Well, this is, here's yeah, this what's interesting. Dry or it's a brute. Definitely. It's the exact same style yeah. as the Corbel Brute. This is a, a Blanc de Blanc Brute. But you're right, and I think the reason is it's got a little bit more of that tartness on the back of the tongue as it goes down. Tommy? This one I like better. Yeah, not as sweet. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, this has a little bit more acidity. So we'll take another sip. Mm. I mean, for 14 bucks, can't go wrong. What do you think? I, I would drink this without any juice in it. I yeah. think it's nice and smooth, not too sweet, not too dry. It's very lovely. smooth. Yeah, very nice. Very, uh, to me, very pleasant, very, uh, very elegant. <laughs> Very clean, crisp, and elegant. That's what I would say. Princess? 
I like think? it. Yeah, I mean, for the money you said it's fourteen dollars. Yeah, fourteen bucks. Oh, it's great. I mean, if if you're entertaining a big group or something, it's yeah. nice. And they can add whatever they want because it's got that a little bit of sweetness. But it, I think it's great. Now yeah. I'll give this a five star selection based on first of all the taste. I think it's not overly sweet. It's just very pleasant, very balanced. It's clean. The price you can't go wrong with. I mean, there are champagne and sparkling wines that we've sampled, 80, 100 bucks, that to me are overrated. We've done it last right, year. Remember, right. Princess, we had some that were $80, $90. Yeah. And I thought that some of the ones we had for 15 to 20 were much we had better. We Costco one last year. That we had was a Costco great. one. It was yeah. good. It was actually pretty good. It surprised us all. All right, so we've got the Corbel Brut, the Grandin Blanc de Blanc, and then we sampled the Mimosa. So when we return, after the International Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony, we will then go with, I think we've got about, geez, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about seven or eight more that we will sample. So we've got some great ones from California, from Spain, from Italy, from France. We're spanning the globe to bring you the best in Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers. Avo Cigars has just launched the newest addition to the Avo Synchro series entitled the Avo Synchro Caribe. Fourth line in the Avo Synchro series, it is centered around the concept of tobacco synchronization. They incorporate the diversity, complexity, and compatibility of cigar tobaccos from the Caribbean and Central America to create a natural harmony, a Caribbean soul, a very dynamic cigar. It uses natural distribution. What does that mean? The proportions of the cigar tobaccos on any given plant perfectly matched in the blending process. So what you get is a Dominican wrapper. You get filler tobaccos from Nicaragua, a binder from Ecuador that are matched absolutely perfectly. The taste, a lively, dynamic, harmonious flavor profile of Caribbean flavors, aromatic spices, some complex cocoa, a beautiful medium-bodied cigar with subtle sweetness resembling tropical fruits. The flavors, rhythm, and lifestyle of the tropics are encapsulated in the new Avo Synchro Caribe, available now at your cigar retailer or DavidoffGeneva.com. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. As we welcome in the new year, Hard to believe, 2022. Sergeant Steve, do you remember the turn of the century back from 1999 to 2000 and everybody was worried that as soon as the clock struck struck midnight, Y2K, would our lights go on, would our cars start, would our TVs turn on? Remember that? I was in the radio station control room at midnight to make sure nothing happened. And, and it was like so anticlimactic. It, I remember, I'm like, okay, everything's working. I mean, that's all we heard for two years. Y2K, Y2K. Then it came and went. And it was kind of a fizzle, which is good. All good. Tommy, remember Y2K? Oh, yeah. I was the same thing. I worked the post office. I, I was in the post office after 12 o'clock see if anything would happen. And the whole world was... And wait a minute. Magically, the stamps didn't come yeah. off all the envelopes, right? Yeah, the world was supposed to just shut down and go Everything's black. Gonna sh everybody was worried. Everyone's like, okay, yeah. are the light's going to come down when my cars start. But it's amazing. A lot of hype. And uh, luckily, nothing happened. All right. So here we are. Twenty. I can't believe that. 20 two years later, and I remember exactly I where I was because it was so hyped. 
that year. Everybody was kind of worried and staying close to home just in case, you know. And he got, I remember people went and bought portable lights, generators just in case the world was going to end. So who knew? All right, so let us now conduct our national cigar litation and libation, international cigar litation and libation ceremony. Oh, we have it, Sergeant Steve. You know what? It's so loud in here, I couldn't even hear it. Okay. So, Tommy D., let's talk about the cigar that you have given me. This comes to us from Drew Estate, but it has a very special tie to Corona Cigars and our good buddy, <laughs> Jeff, Borshowitz. Jeff Borshowitz and Mrs. Warden Borshowitz. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Well, Just these, brand new. Yep. They come out in three sizes, a Robusto, a Toro. Well, a talk about what it is. Well, it's a 20-acre farm. So this is the FSG 20-acre yep. farm. Because Jeff has 20 acres. Ah, I yep. did not know yes. that. And this is manufactured by Drew Estate yes. down in Nicaragua. Yep. Okay, let's talk about the complexion. This looks like an Ecuadorian wrapper to me. It's an Ecuadorian Connecticut. Willie Herrera is the one that blended it. So it's got the Honduras uh, FSG and Nicaraguan fillers. The wrapper is Ecuadorian Connecticut. And then the binder is, well, the binder is actually Honduras and the filler is uh, Florida and Nicaraguan. Now, the FSG farm noted for their tobacco, and it was not easy, not an easy venture for Jeff to no. grow that tobacco. And I know that, relative, first of all, he told me, he said, if you th people think, oh, you must be making a fortune on this. Yeah. I've been to the farm. It is a ton of work. It is truly a labor of love. I, I, can, I told Jeff, I said, Jeff, I give you credit, because you would never catch me on a tractor. You would never catch me, you know, on the farm. I'm a city kind of guy, but he enjoys it. And it is a labor of love because based on all the work and the investment, it's really a break-even proposition. But this is a very unique-looking cigar, so I cannot wait to get to this. Suggested retail, by the way, Tommy. 1250 to 1550 for the sizes. 1250 to 1550. Well, this is the first time. Brand new. All right. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, from the Cigar Dave R&D Labs, we have the five-star. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tommy. Tommy. Houston, we have a problem. The lighter went out. Ah. Now, if I was just like a buck private or a Democrat, yeah. I'd be like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. I don't have any butane in here. There is a butane shortage, by the way. But because there's a reason I'm a five-star. Because I always have a backup and a secondary and a tertiary plan. I have good old-fashioned matches ready to go. Good old cedar matches. Oh, Luscious Lolita, did you buy a lighter? Is that for you or for me? It's, it's empty. It's empty? They come empty. Well, you got to put your headphones on. you got to put the microphone and the headphones on. Well, you got you got to put so everybody can hear. And put put the microphone nice and close. Yes, I just No, no, you got to get it closer. Get, get that mic. There you go. Okay. okay. I just bought two sets of them, a beautiful yeah. lighter they, and cutter. They and who did you buy those for? Your hair? Uh, one person private. The other one's for my son. Oh, there you go. Okay. Fantastic. Outstanding. I don't get that name, Lalisha Lee. Lolita. Luscious Lolita. Lolita. Without well, we're, we're, someone well, special. Well, Sergeant Steve, Tommy, and I feel left out. Where's our gift? I mean, well, come on. Well, you better start sweet-talking me, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I'm not one of the 32, so well, there you go. Well, 33. Well, you better step we, up. We can always add. Not a problem. Listen, for one of those litation devices, that's a pretty nice one. What is that one, Tommy? That's the Corona set. It's a cutter and a Zycar cutter and lighter. Outstanding. Very nice. Yeah. So we may not have butane in the Cigar Day 5-star. Fear not. I've got good old-fashioned cedar cigar matches. So I will use those today on this... FSG, what's this called again? 
20-acre farm. 20-acre farm. That's a long name. At 20-acre farm. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut now. I'm going to do something a little unique. Remember I said I don't just have a secondary method of lightation, but I have a tertiary. What I'm going to do is on the FSG 20-acre farm, it is wrapped. The bottom half of the cigar is encased in a cedar sleeve. I'm going to take that cedar, and I'm going to light the cedar. This is called a cedar spill. Very technical. Only try this at home if you are a five-star. So I'm going to light the match. Now I'm going to light the cedar. Now watch this. Very technical. And I'm going to toast this. I'm going to get some of the cedar notes onto the cigar. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mmm. My cigar is lit. What'd you think about that, Tommy? Very talented. It's a gift. <laughs> What'd you think, Luscious Lolita? I thought it was kind of sexy. Yeah, exactly. Princess? Uh, of course it was very sexy. Again, only this alpha male in chief Ooh. would do that. Now think about that. Most amateurs would just go betas. Well, what do I do now? I don't have any butane. I got to go run and get some butane or something. I already had it planned, ready to go. And again, this cedar strip is really the way to go. The only problem with this, Tommy, is that you put the price tag on here. And what happens is you've got paper. Do you have your cedar strip? No, I didn't smoke today, remember? Oh, that's right. Deb, Princess, where's yours? Because I need a little bit more lightation. Oh, here. okay. Now, I will say this. Oh, here we go. I'll take it. Well, it's not in cellophane, so we have to put this price sticker somewhere. All right, so there's that. Thank you, Lolita. And now what I'm going to do is because I need a little bit more lightation here. You just want to be sexier. Well, that's true. All right. Again, now think about this. Think about all those wussified beta males that would just sit there and basically be unable to enjoy their cigar. They wouldn't know what the hell to do. This is why you listen to the general. This is why for 26, what is it, Sergeant Steve, 26 and a half years, we've been conducting broadcast maneuvers for alpha males, connoisseurs, to live the good life so they know what the hell they're doing. All right. Oh, yeah. Puff and rotate. Mm -hmm. So only certain cigars come with that? Yeah. Cedar, yeah. It, it's just a decorative element. But what I always tell people is when you get cedar that comes in a cigar box that separates the cigar, the, the, the rows of the cigars, keep that. Break them into strips. Put them in a little, uh, in a little glass and pull one out. It's a very elegant way to light your cigar. And the cedar imparts into the cigar, so you get a very nice oh, it's uh, uh, yeah. a secondary taste. The aroma is nice. Yeah, it's yeah. very oh, nice. It's lovely. Can't go wrong. This is a nice cigar. Now, i got to tell you, Jeff, Jeff, Tommy, Tony, Tommy, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. This This cigar, a little bit more fuller than I thought it was yeah. going to be because of that FSG and filler. Nicar and the old Nicaragua. Yeah, but it's nice, smooth. Mm -hmm. Very nice. All right, now, I need a libation to accompany this. So, Princess, let us go to California. Let's go to Miomi, one of the great winemakers in California. They have a sparkling wine. Let's hit it. And as, as you uncork that, get ready to uncork that. 
Miomi, this sparkling wine, 100% California. And this is going to be on the medium. They use Coastal Chardonnay and Pinot Noir grapes. And they harvest the grapes either in the morning hours or during the evening hours when it is cool. And this is, they, they're, they're known for some of their rosés, for some of their other wines, but very, very nice. So, Princess, here we go. In Ready. three, two, one. Happy New Year! Ooh. That's a good sound. So, for my libation, this is the Miomi. Getting a lot of yeast, a little bit of fruitiness on here. Take a sip. Oh, this is nice. It's got just the right amount of sweetness, little zestiness. It's clean. I'm getting some nice notes of apple, a little bit of pear, almost a little bit of, of citrus, but zesty, clean, refreshing. Lolita. This, this does not need any orange juice or flavoring. Nothing. This I would just drink as is. Straight up. It's, 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 it's a lovely, smooth taste. Very nice. Tommy? Tastes more alcohol in this. You do? Yeah. I get more echo out of this. <clears throat> so you aren't going to chug it or anything, are you? Well, I just like to just take the back the back end of it with the alcohol. <laughs> Princess? I like it. I think mm -hmm. it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I have never tried uh, Miomi um, sparkling wine, but it's nice. Well, for 22 bucks, I think this is, to me, a five-star selection because it's just so clean, so refreshing. Again, I had never seen this before on the shelf. And I pulled it. I said, that's it. Miomi, I, I know they're a great vintner. Figured I would give it a try. Fantastic. I like it. I think it's a great selection. Can't go wrong. And this, what I would consider to be probably a, uh, definitely a brute. It's not an extra brute. It's a brute. Oh, it's very nice. And, yeah. and Mayomi's always consistent. Yeah, you that's can't go wrong. Mayomi. Cannot go wrong. Now, and that, you know, that's the other thing. There's so many people think, oh, I got to go to, you know, France and around the world and I got to spend 50, 60, 80. You don't. There's so many great sparkling wines. And again, if you know nothing, and you say, I'm listening to the general. He talked about Miomi, M-E-I-O-M-I, -I, their sparkling wine. I'm going to buy it. You can't go wrong. And for 22 bucks, I mean, to me, that's why it's great taste first. I always base my five-star selections on taste and then certainly on price and value. And I think this hits it all the way around. Tommy, let's talk about something before we get to the next spirit. Everybody thinks, when you think about champagne and sparkling wine there's no question new year's christmas to new year's probably 70 percent of sales take place in that one week period oh, yeah. but what i have found is that champagne sparkling wines are refreshing any time of the year more and yeah. more restaurants are now selling splits of champagne sparkling yep. wine prosecco cava moscato moscato i know that uh, cigar mother piera cigar sister lynn they enjoy it going out even to a steakhouse enjoying it more and more people are doing that do you yeah. carry them here? Oh, yeah. We sell a lot of 187s. 187 so, milliliter. Yep, one glass. One glass. It's one glass. one glass. That's it. Yeah. And I would say that the number <clears throat> is probably not 70% near the last week of the year anymore. There's a lot of champagne being sold on a weekly basis now, Prosecco and Moscato and sparkling wine. Really? Yeah, we sell a lot. Do you? Yeah. Mostly women? Yep. Yeah. That's why I get the 187s. So this, you know, the champagnes, it's hard to get a 187. The only one that does this is Pomerol. They do a pop. Right. The uh, blue one and the red one, the rosé, is the, the pink one is the rosé. I might bring that in here because we'll sell a lot of champagne if it's in a 187 because it just brings the cost down. It looks better on the menu. 
All right, so Lolita, do you enjoy champagne sparkling wine during the year or just around uh, Christmas to New Year's? No, I on Sunday, that's my drink of choice. That is your libation of yeah, choice. Yeah, but I'm kind of a brunch girl. Ah, uh, brunch, there you go. Although, with the mimosa or without the mimosa? I, I, if I do, this I would not drink with um, any kind of fruit in it. You know, the Corbell's good for that. Right. This is too smooth. I, oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't ruin it by putting a splash of anything in it. So brunch, primarily a mimosa or champagne. Or, or hanging out with Princess. Princess. And Princess, when you're hanging out, what are you serving? Let me guess. Uh, well, we serve champagne, of course, at the harem. The girls all love champagne. They do. So we do that. But um, And usually Sundays, I, 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 I drink champagne all the time. I know you do. Yeah, I love it. So all different kinds of different sweetness. It just depends. What are your favorites? Vouve. Of course, Vouv, Vouv Clicquot. Perrier, I, I like that. But you know what? You could bring me an inexpensive one, and it would still be as nice. You know, it just depends. On, on, I, like, I like dry. I like dry. All right. We've got a, a secret yeah. champagne sparkling wine that I have procured. Tommy, let's open that up, and let's try it. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. We have gone to great lengths and expense to actually cover the <laughs> this label. This is not going to pop. It's just a twist off. Okay. We don't uh -oh, need any. Right well, there, no, not necessarily. Uh, Actually, it did pop. It did pop. Yeah, it did yeah, pop. a little bit. It did pop. We'll say Happy New Year. <clears throat> Again, sometimes you just have to live on the edge, try it, not know what it is. I have not sampled this before. All right. We'll pour that. Perfect. Now, let me go ahead, first of all, on the nose of this, and we'll call this our super secret sparkling wine. Getting right on the nose, I'm getting a little bit of almost like a little nice fruitiness. Let's say cheers and Happy New Year. All right, take a sip. This is sweeter. This is sweet. I am so not going to join your harem with yeah. this champagne. Yeah, this, no. one, this Well, I wanted great. to do an experiment. There is a reason that I did this. Okay. Everybody's dumping it. They are dumping it. Now, this is, I will tell you what this is good for. This is a great <laughs> dessert. This would be a great dessert sparkling wine. With some chocolate, with some fruit. This, the reason I purchased this, I wanted to do a hidden test to see what people would think of this. Tommy, go ahead and unleash the, uh, take the wrapper off, and unleash I'll tell you what it beast. is. <laughs> unleash the beast. <laughs> this is Andre Extra Dry, six bucks. As well it should be. Exactly. But there is a reason that I bought it, because I cannot tell you the number of champagnes, sparkling wines, or wines that I purchased that people base their decision solely on price. There's a, a couple of wines that I really enjoy, but I have friends that are wine snobs. So they'll look at it, oh, oh no, it's only 30 bucks a bottle. Oh, no, 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 I only you know, drink, think that's 150, 200. So what I've done is I've actually purchased wine that I enjoy. I'll put it, I'll you know, put it in a nice decanter, and then I'll pour it and I'll say, well, what do you think of this? This was made for me special at one of the vintners. And they're like, oh, this is fantastic. This has got to be $300 a bottle. It's great. Then when I show them the bottle, they obviously are quite embarrassed. And there is a direct philosophy. I read several books on this, that people make their decisions up before they even drink a drink spirit or, or whether it's a gift, whether it's a chocolate, whether it's a food. They make their decisions many times based on the brand the brand name, and the price. And so I wanted to try and see, and I've done many blind cigar taste tests. With I, I remember General Cigar invited me. They were doing a cigar consumer panel, 
every cigar was blind. I was behind a, a, a one-way glass. And it was very interesting because many of the cigars they selected as their favorites were the moderate price cigars that were at the time five, six, seven bucks. But then when we handed them cigars afterward, the exact same cigars they were smoking, but we had the bands on them, what did they gravitate towards? The cigars that were triple in price. Even though on a blind testing basis, they liked the cigars that were more moderate in price. Right. And then when we said, well, what did you think about that cigar? The one that they loved? No, not as good, not as smooth. So it's amazing how psychology comes into that. So I wanted to test that. Now, I will tell you, that is, is that extra dry? You're talking about the... Yeah, the Andre. We, we already threw that out. Let me I get that back give it out. To me. <laughs> All right, now, this is an extra dry. Now, what did we say? Brute is less than, is between 6 and 15 grams of sugar. Extra dry is 12 to 20. This is on the higher end. This is probably 18 to 20 grams. So, again, the extra dry, super sweet. That's why Brute is the number one uh, purchased type variety of champagne or sparkling wine. But again, we wanted to sample every different type. Extra dry, not a winner, not a fan Did amongst our panel. Did you keep receipt, General? For six bucks, I can afford. I can afford to, to you know, to throw it down. It's like lighting a six-dollar bill. Okay. I'll tell my twenty-two-year-old about that one. <laughs> no, no, no. But believe it or not, there are champagne and sparkling wines that are ten to twelve bucks. That, that are, are that are great. Right, you're that right. are fantastic. Well, ten to twelve, I agree. But that that's under ten, and and I'm telling you, it tastes like it's under ten. Now wait a minute. Now, Asti, you can never go wrong with an Asti. Mm, you don't I, like Asti? I, not at all. Okay, then you don't Lamarco, like sweet. But, no, no yeah, Lamarco, no. you could buy uh, eight ninety nine. Lamar right. Lamarco isn't bad. Yeah, but that's eight eight ninety nine bucks. Yeah. So again, Asti to me is like drinking pure sugar. Right, because you don't like a sweet, you Not like a drier champagne. So Correct. consequently, you want a, your sweet spot is the brute. That's yes. where you like. Yes. Extra dry. Well, that's not exactly much. where it is, but kind of, sort of. Well, we'll take a guess where the other, okay. the real sweet spot is. <laughs> Just but anyway, that's to me, you like brute. I do. That's what you want. Tommy? Brute. Brute. Okay. And I'd say brute, but I do like a dessert wine every so often. Oh, no, I do too, but... Not that one. No, exactly. <laughs> but again, I wanted to do a blind taste test. We love it, General. And that was smart. You failed, but that no, was smart. No, I didn't fail. No, no, no. There was the no, wine, the there was wild, no, there was no wine failing because we were just, Fails. we wanted to do it blindly. And when we did it blindly, yeah. that could have I could have opened that up and could have told you that's 50 bucks. You would have said the same yeah. thing. You know, Too the sweet. Grandin, you could have told me was 100 bucks. And I would have I would have bought it. Yep, exactly. And I'll tell you, the Miomi, same thing. I like but the. You're right. You're right. Yep, the Miomi as well. All right, next up, let us do the Cha Bolani Prosecco. This comes to us from Italy. This is a sparkling wine. And again, this is going to be reasonably priced. We're looking at about 16 bucks on this. So, Princess, in three, two, one. Now, I don't. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I don't know how many female listeners you have, but the reason why I drink so much champagne, and not just on Sundays, because I see Debbie way too often, but is it's very low carb. And if you really are trying to diet, red wine you can't lose weight on, white is too much sugar, champagne is the way to go, especially through the holidays. Well, I think also we live in Florida here, which is a tropical, subtropical climate. So even in the winter, it's warm. And you can never go exactly. wrong. It's just very cool and refreshing. We'll say cheers. But it's on the cheers. keto diet. It's what? It, it is? It's on the keto really? diet. I like this. It's, uh, for Prosecco, I like it. This is different. Yeah. This is this is a notch more sweetness mm. than what we've sampled. 
But I would say it's crisp, yeah, it's, it's light, yeah. and very fruity. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. Clean. Yeah, it with, is it, clean. With, 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 with definite notes of highlighted fruitiness right. and sugar, mm-hmm. or, or sweetness. But nice. So you like this? Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. And you could put juice in it or not, I, either way, depending yeah. on how you roll. Now, this is certainly far more sweet than the brutes that we sampled before. So you're not afraid of sweetness just when it's over the top. Exactly. Gotcha. All right, let's do this. We'll take a short timeout, and we will get ready because we're going to go from Italy to Spain. One of my favorite Spanish wines, Marcas de Caceres. Love that wine and actually love Spain. That's actually where my family traces, my mother's family traces its roots to, Toledo in Spain. So that's why I have an affinity towards all things Spain and Spanish. So when we come back, we will go from Italy to Spain and back to Italy. Gurkha is known for creating the world's finest cigars. And to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Gurkha brand being launched in the United States, the blenders at Gurkha created the Gurkha Trenta. Celebrating and commemorating 30 years of cigar excellence, the Gurkha Trenta, everything you would expect from a Gurkha. Exquisite construction, exquisite flavor, exquisite pleasure. A nice medium, medium full-bodied cigar featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. A Nicaraguan Corojo 99 binder and the filler, Nicaraguan Corojo 99, Nicaraguan Criollo 98, created by the great blenders and growers at Aganorsa Farms in Nicaragua. And what you get is a signature cigar that has unique flavors, perfect spice, perfect amount of complexity on the palate, a cigar worthy of Gurkha's 30 years being available in the United States. Try the Gurkha Trenta today. You will enjoy the experience, the overall characteristic that goes into blending this magnificent cigar, a beautiful Nicaraguan puro worthy of being called Gurkha Trenta. Happy New Year, champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers continue. We are front and center from the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. And we are celebrating the end of the year, the start of 2022. And the only way to do that appropriately is to inform you in terms of what to look for, what to purchase when you go in to buy some champagne sparkling wine. So if you go into a store, a wine store, With your harem of one, your harem of five, your harem of 20, whatever the case is, you want to look good, we are giving you the guide to look good. All alpha males need to have a rudimentary uh, knowledge of various spirits. You need to know about champagne and sparkling wine. This is the show that we are guiding you. So next up, we're going to go to Spain. One of my favorite vintners, wineries, is Marques de Caceres. Love their, their wines. Love their styles. I just like Spanish wine in general. I think it's excellent. It's underappreciated. So now we're going to open up the Marcus de Caceres. So where did, where did Princess Debbie just go? She's got the Marcus de Caceres in her hand. Where did she? Your Tommy, does she have that or not? She has it. She just left. That's no, right here. Oh, you've got it? Yeah. She, I just see her walking around. Okay. So let's uh, open that up, Tommy. Now, let me, before we do that, let's talk about a cava. Now, this uses 15, 50% Jarel, 30% Macabio, and 20% Parayeda. 
Again, this is from Spain. They don't call it sparkling wine. They call it a cava. So when you're thinking of a sparkling wine from Italy, it's Prosecco. From Spain, it is cava. So, Tommy, if you will, in three, two, one, Happy New Year. Load that up. And a couple things about champagne. Yes, luscious Lolita. Okay. First of all, when you pour it, always tilt the glass. I'm glad you brought that always up because I was going I forgot to bring that up, so that's why we have you on board. Here. Yes. And all the right. second thing, if I know it's COVID and all that, if it starts pouring over, if you stick your finger in it, it stops. Really? Yes. Believe like it or not. Like a dike. If you much. stick your finger in a dike, it stops. There's so many jokes in there, but although I, with dames, if you stick your you. finger in it, it starts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's say cheers on that note. Cheers. All right, happy new cheers. year to all. We'll take a sip. First of all, on the nose, definitely almost a straw yeast type of Ooh. aroma. Take a sip here. This is refreshing. Yeah, very. It's this got some sweetness, but very fruity. To me, a lot of fruitiness, forward fruitiness. Lolita. Well, it's like a lot of my meet and greets. Probably one and done. <laughs> Your meet, wait, wait, would you define that? Your meet and greets? Right. Just saying. Hi, bye, Hi. thanks. <laughs> Pretty much. You didn't like this. See, I like Tommy, no. now you're a tough cookie. You like this. It's light and crisp, it's nice. Yeah. Princess? I liked it, it's okay, yeah. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't, you know, this isn't very expensive like either. No, it's not. Actually, this is twelve bucks. That's what I see. Here's bucks. the interesting thing, Lolita. Everybody, that's that's why I tell people. When people say, "Oh, what would you rate that?" Give me a number. I say you can't. Everybody's palate is different. Everybody has different tastes, different likes. For example, I think Animal House and Porky's are two of the greatest movies ever made. Of course, in addition to Scarface and Patton, but others would disagree. I think they should all have won Academy Awards, but others disagree. It is all personal preference. Tommy, it's like cigars. Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, that's a terrible cigar. No, it's a mild cigar. Yeah. You don't like mild yeah. cigars. You like a fuller-flavored yeah. cigar. That doesn't mean it's bad. No. Personal preference. So, so far, I, I think it's nice. Again, fruity, yeah. very crisp. Um, so, Luscious Lolita, you didn't like it. You buy it again. I'm not going out with it ever. You're not going, out with, you're not going out with the champagne or the sparkling wine. So, I wouldn't buy this. Right. No, right, See? right. See? Well... I have to say, though, there are plenty of people that do like a sweeter sparkling wine. No, I they agree. do. They're the ones that like Moscato. They would, anybody who likes Moscato would yeah. buy this wine right. and okay. like it. But I think it's good enough for us to use in our Frisco 49. Absolutely. So, Princess, hit it. Okay. So. What, tell us about the Frisco 49. Frisco 49. Okay. So, it was created by Brandon Chandler. It was inspired by a combination of those little fruit cocktail cups that we had as children. Remember those from Hunt's, the little <laughs> snack packs? Yeah. I remember those. And it's a mix of pear gin, roasted peaches, and sparkling wine. Oh, very sweet. Yes. And yes. I think this Marcus de Caceres cava would be perfect because it tends to it, be it, on the sweeter side. Yes, so, Princess, correct. let's hit it. Here we go. Write that down. There you go. No, no she's going to pour something on top of it. No, no, no. Dump that. I'll dump that. Oh, dump that. There you go. No. And then I have, here we go. She was going to use the champagne for that in the next drink. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh this stuff. is a. That's it right there. Gin, yeah. Now, what's, what are you pouring in there? Gin. Gin. Okay, a little gin, a uh, little pear. I don't want this. A li yeah, a little pear. Okay, there you go. 
There you go. There you go. Oh, this beautiful. looks beautiful. Outstanding. Let me. Gin and champagne. Huh? Ooh, a lot of sweetness. We'll Ooh, say cheers. Gin and champagne. I'll pass. You know what's unique? It's got the sweetness of the cava with the the nice herbal or a taste of the gin. So it's nice. Different. I mean, not for everybody. Yep. I wouldn't drink this as my preferred yep. libation. But again, when we're talking about Happy New Year, sparkling wine, tasting maneuvers, this is a nice offering because, again, you're going to have a lot of dames that prefer a sweeter type of libation. Yeah. So this would be good. All right, Princess, let's go into the Black Velvet. Now, for the Black Velvet, let's go ahead and use the Corbel. The Corbel? Let's use the Corbel. Corbel is a very good basic we that champagne. Let's just use the same Okay, word. we'll use whatever. There we'll you use and the same and it's great for mixing things. All right, it's all right. No, let's just load it. You can stay right there. It's okay. Yeah. You can Princess we use, uh, let's just no. use the marquee. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. Okay. But here's the thing, that you can never go Corbel for the price. As I said, if you know nothing about champagne or sparkling wine, buy Corbel. You're right. Well, and it's when you're safe. mixing juice, princess, or I'm always with right. It. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always I, right. I, after all these years, I know that. I mean, you me. should know that wait, by wait, now. Wait, wait, oh, oh wait, there you go. Wait, 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 wait. Now, let's talk about this. Now, in the black velvet, you're going to take the beer. We've got Guinness Stout, and you're going to take the spoon, reverse the spoon, and you're going to just slowly. There you go. Slowly pour it. Pour it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Because we want the top of that stout. To go to the top, and then it'll slowly mix in. That's good. All right. Now, again, if you looked at this, it almost looks like you're drinking Coke. Yeah. Because it, it starts. Or cola. Cola. It starts at the top. Right. I'm a Pepsi guy myself. It starts at the top, and then it slowly mixes in. So we'll take a sip. This is good. I like this. What it, I'll tell you what, Tommy doesn't want. It. But I'll tell you what you do. Is it, it tell you what it does. The beer, the stout, softens up the champagne, so it's not as sweet. It's very unique. Beer with champagne, nice. Mm. Take another sip. That's like okay, outstanding. Champagne taste and beer pockets. You can mix that right there. Now I should say that I went out and bought some fine dark chocolate, but I'm not talking about like the garbage that they sell, you know, for trick or treat candies. These are called divine. And they're co-owned by Cocoa Farmers. So the deliciously smooth dark chocolate is 70% cocoa. The exquisitely smooth is 85% cocoa. So what we will do is I will just break off some pieces here, put them on a napkin here. And what I found is that dark chocolate goes exceptionally well with, there you go, Princess. Thank you. Tommy, would you like some? Yep. There you go. Goes exceptionally well with champagne and sparkling wine. Now, this is real chocolate. This isn't the bullshit that you buy that's 100% sugar. 70% cocoa. Oh. Mm. Dark chocolate's the best. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you go dark, you're not going back. Isn't that what they say? Something like that. I think that's what Jerry said, yeah. Who? <laughs> Who? Private joke. Okay. Mm. That's Delicious. nice. Delicious. That nice. Very good. Now. Clears the palate. It does clear the palate. Now I've got 85% cocoa. So let's try this to see the difference. 
We get a napkin here. I use chocolate in Try all that. my uh, cleansing of my bourbon. When oh, I do you? When I do bourbon samples. Oh. Yeah. And right. that's how you smooth it out? Uh, in, between the, between? in between the samples. This, no, are, this are almonds. Really? Mm -hmm. No. This is 85%, 15% more cocoa. Mm -hmm. I like Not, the 100%. 100% cocoa? Oh, yes. No, you can't have 100% cocoa. Well, the last one. That was 75 Oh, the last one. It was, it was more flavorful. You're, right. Because, again, you have room for a little bit more of other ingredients. So here you go. There's the other. Try that one. Mm -hmm. This one is a little bit, when you say cocoa, it's like drinking. It's almost like you're eating cocoa powder. The 75%, I think, is a good way to go. Now, here's what we're going to do. That's a perfect, perfect seg, even though we always end with the Hershey's Kiss. We do. But let's change it up this year. We've already got the chocolate. So, Hershey's Kiss, Princess, let's do it. Okay. But I'll tell you what, uh, hold that. Uh, Before we do, do it, let's right? do, yeah, I want to do the Laver Ferrer Cremant Brut. That is from uh, from France. Uh, you, um, okay, so we'll skip the zone in right now. Prosecco, move on to that. <laughs> yeah, to you the... know what? We've had enough sweetness, so we'll skip that. Okay. Don't open that. Let's just move on to France. The Cremant, which is a different type of style. It's from Burgundy, France. This is going to be fresh and elegant. Noticeable notes of biscuit can be enjoyed as an apartif or with dessert. Again, this is a sparkling wine. It's from France. But it's not champagne because it's not from the champagne region of France. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We'll hit that. Well, I must admit, French rosé rosés from Provence are the best rosés ever. So I have a feeling that I'm really going to like this champagne. Well, let's see. Now I'm not. I'm getting a little bit of fruitiness on the nose. Mm. The French do know how to make wine. This is not overly sweet. It has a little bit of tartness to it. A little bit of yeast. Luscious Lolita, what do you think? Okay, I might go home with this wine on the first try. Really? Yes. First date with the first wine? First date. Boom, first guaranteed. Date, baby. It won't you're, be one and done with you're this You're taking one. it to bed on the I first shot. I am so going home with this wine. Okay. Mm. That is delicious. Yeah, again, this is more of a traditional champagne. Tommy? Even though it's not champagne, it's sparkling wine. So we because it's not from the champagne region. That is correct. What's the you retail? paid attention, Lolita. I, Excellent. Of course. Of Excellent. Course. Princess, what do you think? I love it. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Very smooth. You know what I like is that you've got the lipstick on the edge of your champagne flute. That's a nice little touch, I That's have to the admit. Red. So what's the price range on it? What, what, did you, what is the cost on this? How much do you think it is? Um, I would think it's like, I don't know, under 20 <laughs> What do you think, Tommy? Eighteen ninety-nine. Oh, you looked it up. Yeah, I'm oh. right here. You cheater! No, I looked it up. Look at the label, General. This is a nice looking bottle. Let's see. Bottle, Let's see. Right? I mean, the it, bottle's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Take a look at that. Oh, that's a beautiful. I mean, it's label. very elegant. Oh, right, it's a, right. That would be a very nice champagne to take to a party. Right. That someone's yes. party, and you want to impress them with giving them a gift. It's perfect. I'll tell you between. It's a lovely label. The the traditional. This is this is. I'll tell you what this is. This is a moderately priced Veuve Clicquot. Yes, yes. So, Deb, I, I, I would was, agree with that. I was going to bring over a couple yeah, of bottles yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I, would, for I would take that. Screw that for 18 no, bucks. I think, I think you should stick with your first plan. <laughs> no, I'm going with if the second plan. If it's your house. I'm going to go with the second plan. <laughs> oh, we'll go with the second plan. 
Uh, no, th this is this Cremont very is very nice. nice. No, I, I would buy a I would buy a case of Absolutely. that around Christmas Tommy, to give this, out this as gifts. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Mm. It, it's um, impressive looking, and it's reasonably priced. And Did the price some? is great. And again, Steve, you can buy uh, sparkling wine champagnes for 40, 50, 60, 80 bucks. No, this is lovely. This for the price is fantastic. And the bottle exactly. looks like the bottle looks like a Vu bottle. It looks it very does. expensive. Again, dark bottle, silver label. It just looks Christmassy looking. It looks yeah. the part. It looks the part. That's what I would say. Five star selection. Looks the part. I agree. No, it's, it's just nice. elegant. It's nice. I agree. It is. Let me take another sip here. It's got some tartiness, subtle fruitiness, not overly sweet. Balanced. As Rocky Patel would say, it's creamy, it's balanced, it's smooth. <laughs> Nobody works harder to bring you a Cremant sparkling wine than Rocky Patel sparkling wines. <laughs> what do you think, Tommy? It's good. Nice. I like one it. One of the better ones. All right. So, let's use this for the Alfatini. Princess, Alfatini next up. Okay. We got it. See, I have a problem when the champagne's that good to mix it with anything. But it's open, so it's right here. True, true, true. Don't worry. You'll have the rest of the bottle. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, okay. We'll get I'll, you another I'll bottle. I'll settle down. I'll settle down. All right, Princess. Are we doing? Here, it's right here. Here you go. Let me, let me tell you exactly. I'll give you the ingredients. Thank you, General. Because this is, of course, my alpha male five-star oh, concoction. We start with the champagne or the sparkling wine. And for this, we'll use the Lavera Frey Cremant Brut. Splash of Crown Bourbon or Scotch. Yep, I like it. Crown. We've got Crown in memory of Cigar A, my grandfather. We put an olive in there. Got it. All right. And then, oh, as then. Cigar A would always do, got to stir it with the finger. There you go. I don't think informal. that was the right finger, General. They're all right. <laughs> all, all five fingers are good to go. Four fingers and a thumb. So we'll say cheers. Cheers. There you go, and I'll say to the memory of my grandparents, Cigar Abe, Cigar Ida, uh -huh. since I would always go over there for Abe New Year's. Abe and Ida. That's right. Mm. That's nice. Not bad, yeah. You know what, just a subtle amount, and my grandfather loved his crown. He used to have a glass of crown, and he had six cigars, gold label cigars made in Tampa every day. Lived till 85. He was... A true alpha. In fact, Princess, you've been to the Pleasure Palace. Right. When you go into the Cigar Abe Lounge, I've got a big picture of my grandfather. I've got the Crown Royal velvet purple yeah. bag for him. I've got his poker chips that he used to play poker with, the cards. Just, And I got a picture of him when he was probably in his late 20s, wearing a top coat, top hat, with the gloves and a cigar in hand. It was great. So in memory of him, and that's exactly what... Uh, he would enjoy, and I can just—I can really just picture my my grandmother and my grandfather right now on New Year's, saying. And in fact, wait a minute, there's a picture. There we go. We got Cigar Abe and Cigar oh Ida right gosh. there. There we go. There you go with the old my grandma with the cat eye glasses. And wait, I got to show this. My grandfather <coughs> smoked six cigars a day, so he was in the wallpaper and paint business. South Park Wallpaper and Paint, 1831 South Park Avenue in Buffalo. So what did he do for his sales promotion type things? In those days, everybody either smoked, used, got matches, 
All right? And then he had a picture of himself in there. Oh, my and God. And I think, and, I, and my father and I were just, were just talking about That's it. That's amazing. Yeah, and I said, I truly believe the reason my grandfather bought these is so that he could use them himself to light all his cigars because he would probably go through 80% of all the matches. We found it, uh, and I took pictures, and I'm getting it recreated by Marilyn Match with his picture and with me. We're going to superimpose them. So and we're going to do gonna something. what are you going to put on it? Uh, I haven't figured that out, but I got the pictures that I want to use on there, and so we're going to do that, and we'll we'll kind of figure it out and see what we'll we'll do on there. But uh, you know, it's amazing because when you think about it, my grandfather. Everybody says, "Well, what's your favorite cigar? What you know? What what do you like?" I'd say it's not about the cigar; it's who you're with. To me, Absolutely. the best cigar I will ever would ever smoke would be a cigar that if I could light with my grandfather. Because uh-huh. that, to me, would be priceless. And he gave me my first puff when I was five years old. I'd say, come on, Papa Abe, give me a puff. He'd say, all right, don't tell your daddy. And I took a puff. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I Did probably, you puff? I took a puff. Did you and, choke? No, I didn't inhale. I just kind of like took a little. I didn't know what I was doing. You thought you and were he's something. like, don't tell your daddy. And I'm like, okay. And I was always the favorite. Love being around him, especially with the cigars. And it's ironic because I moved to the Cigar City and became friends with one of the descendants uh, of the family that owned Gold Label Cigars, the Gradius Annis Cigar Company. John Annis became a friend of mine. So what a lovely it's just kinda, memory. Yeah, it really is. And, and so I always say I would love to have a cigar with him because if he looked today and came in here to dab it off and said, wait a minute, a cigar is how much? Because when he was, I remember back in the day, this is probably about 1971, he would go, we would go every Saturday, drop my grandmother off to the uh, hairdresser. It seemed like oh. five hours. You know, she have to be. Remember the old dryers, ladies? Do you still sit under the dryers? Hell no. Uh, remember those those dryers, those things uh. that you have to sit under to get the bouffant and everything. Well, there was a time. There was a time. Well, he would drop my grandmother off, give her a hundred dollar bill, do her things, you go shopping afterwards, and then we would go and have lunch, and then we go to the cigar place, and he would always go buy his box of gold labels or two boxes. So he goes in, and the guy says, Abe. Bad news. I've only got one bottle, one box of Gold Label, but I got another box. The good thing is it's only 15 cents a cigar, so you'll take that. My grandfather looked at him and said, nothing doing. I only smoke the best. Gold Label. I'll wait. Get me another box. Call me. I'll pick it up. Oh my and on the God. way out, Seriously? my grandfather looked at me, and he said, he took the cigar out, and he said, you see this cigar? I said, yeah, Papa. He said, 25 cents a piece. Because back in those days, 25 cents was a lot, was a lot of money for a cigar. Yeah. And everything else was ten cents, fifteen cents. But it, what are you doing? A selfie of yourself, yeah. princess, while you're on the air here? Look at this. Well, why wouldn't I? Well, I mean, so lovely and luscious. <laughs> well, of course not. <laughs> why, why not? Okay, very good. So anyway, that's the story. And uh, so everybody says, what would be the favorite cigar you would smoke? And I said, whatever I would be smoking with my grandfather. So the Alfatini, I'll take another sip in his memory. All right. That's sweet. Now, let's do this. We've got two more to go. Let's take a short time out. When we return, we're going to be enjoying the John Charles Boisset, number 69. That's a nice number, ladies. Of course it is. My favorite number. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? We're, yeah, we were talking about it on the way here. I'm sure you were. And then we'll finish up with a Hershey's New Year's Kiss and Princess's favorite, the Vuv. Clicko. Final concluding segment of this special Cigar Dave Happy New Year and Champagne Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuver show continues around the corner.
Avo Cigars has just launched the newest addition to the Avo Synchro series entitled the Avo Synchro Caribe. Fourth line in the Avo Synchro series, it is centered around the concept of tobacco synchronization. They incorporate the diversity, complexity, and compatibility of cigar tobaccos from the Caribbean and Central America to create a natural harmony, a Caribbean soul, a very dynamic cigar. It uses natural distribution. What does that mean? The proportions of the cigar tobaccos on any given plant perfectly matched in the blending process. So what you get is a Dominican wrapper. You get filler tobaccos from Nicaragua, a binder from Ecuador that are matched absolutely perfectly. The taste, a lively, dynamic, harmonious flavor profile of Caribbean flavors, aromatic spices, some complex cocoa, a beautiful medium-bodied cigar with subtle sweetness resembling tropical fruits. The flavors, rhythm, and lifestyle of the tropics are encapsulated in the new Avo Synchro Caribe, available now at your cigar retailer or DavidoffGeneva.com. Be sure to subscribe to our brother podcast, Bold Alpha, where we talk the alpha male lifestyle, including cigars, libations, technology, grilling, politics, and more. Search Bold Alpha anywhere you listen to podcasts and hit subscribe. Gurkha is known for creating the world's finest cigars. And to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Gurkha brand being launched in the United States, the blenders at Gurkha created the Gurkha Trenta. Celebrating and commemorating 30 years of cigar excellence, the Gurkha Trenta, everything you would expect from a Gurkha. Exquisite construction, exquisite flavor, exquisite pleasure. A nice medium, medium full-bodied cigar featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. A Nicaraguan Corojo 99 binder and the filler, Nicaraguan Corojo 99, Nicaraguan Criollo 98, created by the great blenders and growers at Aganorsa Farms in Nicaragua. And what you get is a signature cigar that has unique flavors, perfect spice, perfect amount of complexity on the palate, a cigar worthy of Gurkha's 30 years being available in the United States. Try the Gurkha Trenta today. You will enjoy the experience and the overall characteristic that goes into blending this magnificent cigar, a beautiful Nicaraguan puro worthy of being called Gurkha Trenta. It's the most wonderful time of the show. Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave when Singers. The general is gripping a stick for a clipping, and that's when you know it's the most wonderful time of the show. It's the half happiest segment of all. With cigar-friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call, it's the half happiest segment of all. There'll be 
cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation. It's cigar litation. It's right here on your radio. Okay. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection, cause everyone knows it's the most wonderful time of the show. A great Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers, but we're not done yet. We're going to give you, as Casey Kasem would say, here's a double play. Happy humidors, happy humidors, while the general keeps clipping, happy humidors to you. Singing the wrong lyrics there. It's the humidor season, and cigar day is coming round. Bundles of sticks that he's got by the pound, and when the general passes them round, we're gonna light them up and burn them down. Yeah, we'll light them up and burn them down. It's the humidor season. And a cigar day for looking resplendent Is gonna bring a stick to every lieutenant He's the smoking superintendent So light him up and burn him down Yeah, let him up and burn him down He sips the best cognac, drives Cadillacs He stands up when the flag unfurls He smokes the finest sticks, dates the hottest chicks The ones we call the harem girls it's the humidor season, so hoop-dee-doo and dickery-date, and don't forget to puff and rotate when we get together and all light date. We're gonna light them up and burn them down. Yeah, light them up and burn them down. He got a girl so stacked he'd have a heart attack. She never makes him beg or plead She ain't no stinking hick She's a classy chick Known for generosity It's the humidor season It's the humidor season Now you chicks are starting to tick me off Great date And don't forget to puff and rotate When we get together And all I date We're gonna light em up, baby Light em up, baby Light em up and burn em Happy humidors, no, happy humidors, that's, that's, it's not right, happy humidors to you, happy humidor, it's humidor, it's humidor, happy humidor, come on please, it's, it's, that's it, that's it, you chicks aren't getting paid, no Christmas bonus for you. Well, that is the great Eric Chase that uh, vocalized that, <clears throat> and the lyrics were written by Mike Flounder Daly, two of the most creative people in the broadcasting business, and that was done, geez, probably 20-plus years ago, and it is still uh, as timely then as or today as it was back then. All right, final segment here for our Happy New Year Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers. Ladies, you think you can handle it? Absolutely. You're up for it? Tommy? Piece of cake. Piece of cake. All right. Next up, we go to 
France. We are going to sample the JCB Jean-Charles Boisset, number 69, Sparkling Rosé. You gotta baby. like, You got to like the number and the connotation. What does that mean, by the way? I'm not sure. Everybody said, oh, talks about you that. Know what? Can you explain you that, Princess? You that up, General. I, was born, I'm just, I grew up on a farm and would get up at 4 a.m. to have to milk the cows every morning. Well, then I mean, you kind of know about 69, don't you? No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You think I'm going to 69 a cow? you got to be no, kidding. No, but they're 69-ing. They yeah, are? Yeah. No, they're doing it, I'd say doggy style, but they confused. do it cow style. Yeah. They, they open up the bottle. Happy New Year. <laughs> there will be a remedial training course on the term on definition 69, 69 afterwards. I, I, I'll talk to her later. Okay, good. May not be, maybe take hours. All right, so this is a rosé, a champagne, or a sparkling wine rosé. Some of the skins are kept on. Now, this to me, just the look of this is very sensual. A little bit pink, a little bubbly on the nose. I'm getting a lot of, almost a little of the yeast and some fruitiness. Let's say cheers on this one. I like it. All right. Happy New Year. Cheers. All right. Let's take a sip here. I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Okay, I, I find it very sexy. I would go back again and again, and maybe again. Hey, when 69's on the bottle, of course you're going <laughs> back again. Why wouldn't you? Just saying. Absolutely. I think the name is kind of appropriate. Now I know. Tommy? This is good. Too sweet for you. <laughs> this is good. No, it actually is good. It is good. No. Say it like uh, you mean it, Tommy. No, it actually is, is good. No, I, I, you know what, to me? Would you do it again? This one I would drink again. Yeah. I like it. This is good. I'm getting some nice tart, a little bit of tartness. Not everything's sweet in a bad way. No, it's it's. But to me, this is. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna stick a piece of this dark chocolate right in. Ooh, Ooh that's gonna right be like in. a Hershey yeah. New Year's kiss. Well, it is, but You're it's a little bringing different. Us right I'm gonna in. do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. All do right, it. and just yeah. let it sit yeah. for a yeah. minute. Yeah. And now I'm gonna take a sip. It adds a little bit. It takes a few seconds for the cocoa to infuse. This but isn't as effervescent as the other it's ones. It's not. It's that's a big word, Lolita, for you. Yes, it's a very effervescent, big word. but that's impressive. Yeah. Paying attention, I like that. Now I will say this: that this to me, again, one of those you should always have at home for your harem. You open a bottle of this with a little bit of the dark chocolate. Boom. Mm. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> Take it to the bank. <laughs> done. Finished. How can a dame say no to this? This is excellent because, again, not overly sweet, but fruity, very pleasant, but not overly, not over the top. No, it's it's very smooth. Five star selection, Sergeant Steve. Let's put that in there. Outstanding. I agree. I agree. Now, Princess, this is a nice seg, a nice transition into. The Hershey's, Hershey's New Year's Eve. New Year's kiss. Yeah. New Year's kiss. Yeah, it is a kiss. I mean, look how beautiful it is already. It's so sensual. Isn't that nice? Look yeah. at that. The way it just sits there. Yeah. That is pretty nice. And it's getting some nice effervescent bubbles around right. it. Very impressive. All right, so Princess, tell us. Recipe, very easy. Hershey's New Year's kiss. It's, um, so it, it is champagne, splash of chocolate liqueur, and the top with the Hershey's kiss. And you've just given this to me, so we'll say cheers. Cheers, General. Take another sip. To another fabulous year. Happy, healthy, 
prosperous to all, of course. Very nice. I will say that little, not too much chocolate liqueur. Too much no, kills no. it. Just the right amount. So we've gone through our mimosa, Frisco 49, the black velvet, the Alfatini, and the Hershey's New Year's Kiss. Princess, job well done. Thank you, General. Now there's only one thing left to do. Ooh. You know what you that know is? know it. Finish things up. Princess? Vuv oh. what, what do we always what do we always finish up with, Princess? Clico. Now, before we open that, let's talk by the way, I forgot to tell you. The price of the Jean-Charles Boisset, JCB number 69, 25 bucks. Okay. Good price. Now before we talk about we, we open up the Vuv Clico Brute. Vuv Clico, very interesting history. <clears throat> because Vuv Clico is named after the family Clicquot. Madame Clicquot was a French whore that worked in a French brothel. Right. No, it's not right. I'm bullshitting you. Don't talk about my grandmother. <laughs> Listen to Princess. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. No. No, no, no. Madame Clicquot was born in 1777, the daughter of Baron Nicolas Ponsardine. Her social standing allowed her to obtain an excellent education founded upon the traditional morals, values of time. In 1798, she married Francois Clicquot, the son of the founder of Maison Clicquot. He shared his passion for champagne creation distribution with his young wife. But in 1805, tragedy strikes Maison Clicquot. Francois Clicquot passes away in an era when women were not involved in the business, were not involved in any male-dominated type of activities. Madame Clicquot stepped up and ran the house of Vuv Clicquot and made it extremely successful. And here we are, surprise, two, surprise. over 200 years later. What surprise, surprise what? Well, a woman running a business and it's successful. Oh, big surprise. Yeah, really, that is a surprise because it rarely happens. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, but you gave, again, they gave it to me on a silver platter. You know what? It was a bordello. No. I'm so sorry to say. That's how she made her money. She was a whore, <laughs> a French whore. Remember on The Sopranos? Tony, you go with your hoos. She's a French whore. And trust me when I tell you, there is no chance Madame Clico oh, would no. ever work in a whorehouse. Oh, my there God. There is no, no. chance, okay? Wow. She, let's put it this way. She would be the poorest whore in the brothel <laughs> in history. Most every, I mean, you go into any brothel, I'm sure, listen, even if you're kind of a dog, no problem. You'll make a few bucks. No chance with Madame Clico. <laughs> Thank Not, God for her wow. champagne. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> good, good thing he left her to champagne house. Wait a minute. Maybe after a couple of bottles. A couple of thousand bottles. You couldn't. You could put a bag overhead, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. What's the old phrase? I won't even get in there. I mean, even though we can say whatever we want, I'll I'll leave that for after the show. So, Madame Clico, not exactly a hottie. However, great businesswoman. Great yes, business woman. but Vuv Clico is certainly all of their champagnes are indeed hot, and they have a wide variety. Everybody knows the yellow label, which is a brute. They've got their Champagne Extra Brute, Extra Old. They've got a Rosé, which is excellent. A Demi-Sec, very sweet. The Vuv Clicquot Rich, they have various vintages. And they have La Grande Dame, named after Madame Clicquot. Let's hope the bottle is better looking than Madame Clicquot. There's no, of course it is. But Yellow Label, certainly their number one seller. It is the signature of the House of Clicquot. Vuv Clicquot's quality and style 
When you look at it, they use grapes from as many as 50 to 60 different crews. They blend 30 to 45% reserve wines with grapes from 50 to 60 different crews. Pinot Noir is the predominant grape, 50 to 55%. That provides the structure that is very typical of Vaucliquot. Chardonnay, about 30 to 33%, adds some elegance, adds some finesse, and they add a touch of Meunier, 15 to 20%, to round out the blend. And these are aged very long. They're aged three years minimum in their Crayer to give silkiness to the champagne. So, the Vouve Clicquot. Now, I will tell you, I went to buy 750, had a tough time finding a 750. I was able to get a 375. Now, I and do you know. bought a dozen of them for I did, our, our But I do know kids. there are some other stores that have them. I just didn't feel like schlepping another <laughs> 10 miles to go get it, figuring both of you ladies would polish this one off so there would be no oh, leftovers. I'm, I'm just saying Christmas, you know, generally. Uh, I always bring a Vuv bottle of Vuv for Christmas. Do. All right, so this is the grand finale. This is the Vuv. People Woo. may like Dom. To me, Vuv, you can never go wrong. In three, two, one. Happy New Happy Year! Happy New Year! The Vouv Clicquot, always a classic, can never go wrong. Pale straw color. Oh, I'm getting some very nice floral aromas on the nose. Very nice. And for one last time, we will say cheers. Happy New Year to cheers. all. Cheers. All right. And here we go. This is a lovely champagne that, if you go to a higher-end party, this is what you want to take. And they always put it in a nice packaging. Right. They do. Right. They do. And they always, around oh. the holiday, they come out with different unique packages. General, Absolutely. you sent me a Such beautiful a picture. picture. It came in like a, it looked like a cassette tape recorder, the way it looked. I'll show you the pictures afterward, but very nice. This is balanced. It has tremendous finesse, tremendous style. I'll tell you what I would say. This is a champagne with tremendous elegance and class. Yes. Right. That's Absolutely. what I would say. Can't Absolutely. go wrong. Tommy, you got to like this one. Of course I do. Okay. Finally. Yeah. All right. What do you think, uh, Lolita? A guy that buys me a bottle of this or two bottles. What? He's not one and done. <laughs> He's just not exactly. one and done. What if he, wait, wait. What if he exactly. buys you a tractor trailer full? <laughs> well, then what? Well, then nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening? No. Tractor trailer full, but but a bottle or two to me that's a classy guy. That's a classy guy, and and someone recently did that for me. Sadly, he wasn't my guy, but but why not? I, I so thought wait, it was wait. better. He brought it in. All right, so you like the gesture? Why wasn't he your guy? You know why? Because he was classy. I went to a, a fancy like tux party and and it was with him. St. Pete. Yes. Was yes. it a first date? It, well, no, I met him there. It, oh, you it, met him it, at the it, thing. It was, so you didn't it was, go with him. It was him. St. Pete. No, it was Champagne. I met him, and then we went to a place in downtown St. Pete. He bought a bottle that friends of ours showed up yeah. that hosted the event, and he bought a second bottle. And I told him there was food there. He didn't eat it. They bought a third bottle, and he was three and done. And, and um, So that just, was it? Because he yeah, was just, all I'm three sheets is, to the wind? Yes. Yeah, but that's, not, I, I'm that's you, not a good look. With no. a champagne like this, though, be a classy guy. Get some food in your belly. And then, well, and, nobody and, says you have to drink those, three bottles. I, I mean, know, one with, glass with, is With three fine. other people. No, and it was with three people. But I'm telling you, this is a class wine, and he really Beautiful. impressed me. He, he really impressed me. And um, But just. But he lost you yeah. when he got a little too shicker, a little yeah, too drunk. Yeah. That was it. That is not a good look. And by the way, for ladies as well, 
when I women agree. are like that, it is a very bad look. I don't care how attractive, right. how sexy, right. how hot a woman. Exactly. If, she, if she's just gets sloppy drunk, it is not attractive. No, hit, General. Hit right. the eject button. She's out no, of there. No, and this is a classy wine. You want a classy person. And when you go to a classy party, it's a great gift to give. Absolutely. It truly is. With Aren't a very nice fine cigar, you know, for the husband. And I'm telling you, that that is, to me, a nice bottle of champagne for the woman, uh, a beautiful cigar for the man. That's a class act gift. That's a nice way to go. Yeah. Don't go in right. empty-handed. Princess? Right. No, it's beautiful. I mean, it's New Year's Eve, New Year's holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a nice gift. Absolutely. I think it's perfect. And it's just, again, classy, elegant, timeless. And you're talking for a buck. That 375 I think, was 26 bucks, But a 750 is anywhere between, on sale, 42 to 49 yeah. exactly. right now. Exactly. And to me. And a beautiful, like, like gift basket. It's it's amazing. Publix does a great job. So does Costco. And, and so I think they sell it. Do they sell at Costco? The Vouv? I, I believe they do. Yeah. I know they do at Sam's. And it just it just do the higher end. Well, to me, if you know nothing, the Vouv Clicquot, if you want to spend that, you know, you're talking 50 bucks. Very nice, elegant, classic way to go. And if you're not a big champagne drinker, but you want something for some friends coming over, you can't go wrong with Corbell. Exactly. But to me, the Vouv is just Five star all the way around. It's a class and that's act. why you hit it right on the head. It's a class act. Sergeant Steve, mark that down. It's a class act, and it's a general's five star selection. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed all of the various champagne and sparkling wines that we have sampled today, along with our cocktails. We have at we have posted. Sergeant Steve has posted a PDF file of all the champagnes and sparkling wines we have tasted, along with the tasting notes prices. You can print that, take that into your wine retailer, as well as all the recipes for the various cocktails that Princess Debbie came up with. So we have to thank Princess Debbie as always. Hard to believe another thank year we've done. Tommy D, yeah. many thanks as always for the hospitality and, and, and for your uplifting <laughs> critiques of all these fine champagnes and sparkling wines. Luscious Lolita joining us for the first time. You are no longer a virgin on the Cigar Dave Show. You'll I have love to come back. virgin for the first time. Just well, you don't want to be a virgin for a second time. And that doesn't good. work. And we have to have her back. She's, she's coming back. She's been fabulous. Yes, she, she added a lot, so you are coming back. As General, always, thank yes. you so much. Always and pleasure. Enjoyed the year. Another great year. Absolutely. And as we wrap things up, Sergeant Steve, let's hit the closing music so I get... There you go. As we get in the... Actually, you know what? Let's do our normal closing music, Sergeant Steve. We'll do something a little bit more... There you go. A little bit more up-tempo because we want to end the year right and we want to go into 2022 properly. Cigar Dave, the general, thanking everyone that participated. May your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make masculinity great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Save America. A happy, healthy, prosperous, and safe new year to you. A great 2022. Live it up.